0: hello and welcome to the first and football show i am your host tobias brown and folks we are back with another interview i'm here with former tiffin quarterback nick watson nick i'm you know i'm looking at these stats and i'm looking at your career and i gotta figure out so how do you get from a powerhouse down there in the cincinnati area a powerhouse high school coming out up to Tiffin, can you tell
1: us how you got to Tiffin? Um, well, Tiffin found me, you know, um, Coach Goff and Coach Edwards, you know, they gave me a in-house visit, um, you know, never had anything like that from any other colleges. Um, scholarship was full and, you know, couldn't pay for college, and that was the way to go. I mean, they told me the plan for me was to come out with a diploma and an NFL contract and um, with the connects Tiffin has to the league um, was a big part of my decision as well. And, you
0: know, I'm looking at your stats. Once you got to Tiffin and you got on the field, we were talking about it before we got to recording tonight, man. I mean, these stats don't lie. 126 career touchdowns. We talked about it. That puts you 18th all-time in NCAA history. In front of some guys that I think are decent quarterbacks, you'll have to tell me, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. I don't know if folks, if you guys have heard of them, I think they're decent. But <laughs> can you talk about, you know, what how are you able to have that kind of success 99 passing touchdowns 27 rushing I mean what goes into having a successful career like that at the collegiate level uh, a, a lot
1: of, a lot of things that changed for me you know the transition from high school to college was a preparation once I got the preparation down and know how to attack a defense this way that way or the third um, it made it pretty easy to you know show my dominance on the field so numbers are not lie like that
0: and what about some of the talent you played with? I mean you don't put up those kind of numbers I know you know Obviously, watching your film, you are a supremely gifted dual-threat quarterback. But what about some of the guys you played with? What are some talents we need to familiarize ourselves with? Oh,
1: yeah, um, um, those guys made it real easy for me. I mean, I can name guys from when I got there, from when I am left. You know, I had I had weapons all over the place. You know, shout-out to Charles Holland and Daquan Hardy, Devin Butler, Anthony Lowe. You know, I, I, got a, I had a lot of weapons through Tiffin to where – They made my job very easy. You know, getting the ball to the open guy was the easy part. They did the rest.
0: And, you know, I'm looking at some of these stats. You know, you were conference offensive player of the year. You had 30 touchdowns to six interceptions. And, you know, people, they've always got to look for a negative. And somebody's going to say, "What was that Tiffin? Can you maybe educate those uneducated haters on what Tiffin plays against? Some of the talent that you had to go up against at that level.
1: Oh yeah. Um, you see, you see some of the top D two players, you know, coming, coming out of Tiffin, you go all around from Michigan and, you know, inner, inner city, of Ohio. And it's just, it's just, it's telling all over the place. Like you said earlier, Adam Shaheen came out not too long ago. Like I said, it's talent all over the place out there, man. It's just the way it gets downplayed sometimes is kind of shameful, but football is good anywhere. So. And I want to, you know,
0: talk more about you as a quarterback personally, like I said, much of a dual threat guy. You know, you could definitely sling the rock over 60% completion percentage for your career. We talked about the touchdowns, talked about the low interceptions, but that running ability, I I've got to know more about what goes into the ability to be an elusive scrambler like that.
1: Um Honestly, I want to say, I will say Lamar said it best when, um, you know, he said playing tag growing up, you know, made it easy for him. Uh, I've been playing quarterback since I was five and know you know, the first thing my father did, as long as I can remember, was taught me how to throw a football. Um, football pretty much comes, I mean, running the ball comes pretty natural. I mean, I worked my footwork all my life and, you know, worked these certain drills where I'm running the ball, becomes pretty natural.
0: You know, and I want to talk about, because watching you play, you are a quarterback first. You will run if needed. And, you know, I broke down, you know, we were talking about you guys' game against University of Indianapolis earlier this year. That was, I mean, a very good football team you guys went up against, very solid defense. And your ability to work the pocket, when you run, you're not just running to run. A lot of times you're able to scramble in the pocket to set yourself up to pass. Can you talk about the ability to maneuver the pocket and be mobile within the pocket and still keep your eyes downfield? What goes into that?
1: Um, Like I said before, preparation. You know, you train all week and all your life at, at something. And like I said, it comes pretty natural. And I know what I bring to the field as a football player, when I get out, when I'm in the pocket or when I'm out the pocket, you know, you got to watch out for something. And, you know, defense can't guard both of them.
0: And that's the thing, you know, your preparation, I want to talk about that because each guy's a little bit differently. You know, I talked to a lot of defensive players and I, you'll be shocked to know a lot of D linemen want to watch Aaron Donald. Um, not a bad guy to model your game around, but do you have someone that you specifically like to watch film of when you're trying to pick up maybe new techniques or anything?
1: Um, honestly, uh, I like to, anybody that's on, I watch uh, any chance I get. I learn from, from all the way down to Tua, all the way up to Tom Brady. I, I learn from them all. Um, I like to, I like to watch them make the decisions and how they make the decisions. And I like to really listen to the play calls so I can you know, see if I can understand what they're saying just off the television I'm watching and, and things like that. So, I mean, I, I prepare the best way I can trying to, Breakdown defenses, like, even when I'm watching the UFSL, I've been watching uh, this, this past weekend, you know, I've been trying to figure out the coverages pre-snap, you know, trying to see who what's going on here, who splits and who's doing what, and uh, just trying to see if I can decipher it and see if I'm right. So, I mean, I, I try my best to, to do the best I can to make sure I'm prepare for any day.
0: You know, and, you know, going into that preparation, that preparation and the success you've had on the field have opened the doors to some, you know, amazing opportunities for yourself. You are a 2022 NFL draft prospect. Um, and with that has come some cool opportunities. You talked about getting to play in the podium bowl. Can you give our listeners an idea of what that experience was like for you?
1: Oh, it was it was a great experience. We got there. Um, they had our jerseys all lined up and uh they gave us protein and we got uh, gear and we were all excited, man. Uh we got out there, we got to test a little bit, got to be around the guys, just being around the guys like everybody wants the same goal. You know, everyone wants to find a job somehow, some way playing football. So being around guys that are just as hungry as you. Uh, made the experience that much funner. Um, and then when you get out there to play against them, it's like, you know, who wants it more at that point? You know, and it was it was a really good experience. Uh, I'm happy that I got the chance to, you know, showcase my talents at the podium bowl and, and do what I did there. So it, it was a great time. You know, and you you were named
0: offensive MVP of the podium bowl game. You know, definitely a huge honor. And you've springboarded that into several other opportunities. Um, most recently, you you've got an upcoming opportunity at the local... Uh, prospects pro day for the Cincinnati Bengals. Could you talk about the preparation going into that? With that coming up,
1: oh yeah. Um, well, you know, before I was just training for pro days and things like that. And uh, you know, coming up with this opportunity here, which was a, a short day notice, but I've been training ever since. Uh, I I lift and throw up to four days a week. Um, making sure I find ways to get on the field. It's kind of hard out here in Cincinnati, but um, I know a guy who has a sort of NDR field for me where I can go to, and I've been preparing myself. You know since the season ended, since December. So I'm ready for it.
0: And for folks who don't know this, Pro Day coming up with the Bengals, you're one of only two quarterbacks who were invited to it. You were also invited to the Pro Day for the University of Toledo and Ohio University. You were the only quarterback at both of those. So some unique opportunities to really showcase your talent. I want to talk about that talent. You know, we've seen the stats, we've seen the success. Can you talk about maybe what you bring to the field that, folks you know maybe don't appreciate enough
1: um which what, what a team's gonna get out of me as a guy that knows how to manage the football game um if you want me to go out there and hand the ball off 50 times and make the right decision I'm gonna do that if you want me to go out there and throw the ball 50 times and make the right decision I'll do that as well while managing the game um one thing the podium bowl uh players didn't understand I would say at the time is managing the game and winning the game when we were up a touchdown with uh I would say a minute and a half or two minutes left, something like that. And uh, I, I was only one to ask the ref about the play clock because I didn't have one there at the stadium. I was only going to ask for the play clock. Just managing the game and knowing how to win. You know, I've won a lot of football games in my day. Just knowing how to win a football game is, is what you're going to get out of me and while leading my guys to victory. And, you know,
0: being a leader in today's day is very important, especially from the quarterback position. You know, you need a quarterback who can be a verbal leader. I want to talk about maybe some underappreciated, you know, quarterback traits that are important and one particular relationship is the quarterback center relationship. You know, you ran more more of a you know shotgun offense in college. Can you talk about though the quarterback to center relationship and why it is so important?
1: Um the, the good thing about mine and Tiffin, uh he was my barber. So uh I got to see him every other week, you know, cutting my hair. We used to go with him together and all that kind of stuff. Um it, it, it's it's real good, I man. It's real important, you know, to have to have that guy, you know, that knows gonna have, have your back all the way through. You know, we came in together, and we always used to stay till the wheels fall off. So, you know, it's really important to have a quarterback and center, you know, connection that's gonna last.
0: You know, and like I told you on this show, we want to educate people. So I want to educate people about the quarterback position and specifically maybe some young quarterbacks out there. What are some things that people need, you know if you want to be a young quarterback maybe you're a young quarterback coming out what are some things that kids could work on at the quarterback position that maybe doesn't get focused on as much
1: um footwork footwork is big um once i had the footwork done on how to how to properly take my drops and scrub myself up to make throws made things a lot easier for me as a young as a young quarterback and you know again that footwork goes into that elusive
0: ability you know i want to ask you maybe just to on, on your talent, on your ability, those, what you bring at the next level, were there any moments in college that stand out as far as, you know, maybe just big plays that you made that maybe folks need to go look at? You know, I, I obviously watched the U of Indy game. I watched you play against Finley. And I mean, I could go on for days about plays, but maybe is there a game or a memory that you have in college that's like, yes, this is this is why I came to Tiffin.
1: Um, let's see. I would say my red shirt junior year, the whole, the entire Finley game. Um, like I said before, I had a total of five total touchdowns. Um, at that time we had never beat Finley. Finley had a 25 game streak on us and, you know, to play against them for the conference championship and beat them, you know, it was a good thing for Tiffany university. And, uh, at that moment I felt like, yeah, this is the reason why I'm here.
0: You know, and I want to switch gears a little bit with you being a pro prospect, with you having the opportunity to further your playing career. You talked about if a team takes a chance on you, they're going to get a guy who will do anything to win, a guy who knows how to manage the game, who's very versatile. I want to talk about, those some of the, you know, maybe unsung traits, the the film watching ability, when you're watching film, when you're breaking film down, you talked about reading coverages, but what else goes into breaking film down for you when you're watching film? Could you kind of take us through that process?
1: Yeah, um, you learn a whole lot of tendencies further from D linemen and safeties and linebackers. You learn a whole lot of tendencies. Um, You know, one thing I like to see is who's in the box majority of the time. You know, where my where my ins and outs at, who likes to blitz the most. All, that, all those sorts of things. You learn a lot of tendencies, man. Uh, when this guy has this certain hand on the ground, you know, he's doing this. When he's got this foot up, you know, that means he's coming or he's dropping. And, you know, when corners are looking in or looking, or looking a certain way, they're doing this. And you learn a whole bunch of tendencies with watching the film. And I, I like to do that. You know, that's one of my college taught me, you know, watching film is a beautiful thing. And that's one of my favorite things to do. You know, what I, I, I want to touch on a little bit what
0: folks don't understand playbooks. You know, you as a quarterback have to learn the playbook the whole playbook you are the signal caller so can you talk about what goes into learning a playbook especially at the collegiate level and now as you get ready for a pro career what is learning a playbook like
1: oh man it's a it's a game of chess you know uh, and you know usually for quarterbacks it comes naturally easy you know you know you know what you want to do and how you want to do it it's just you making sure you're getting guys to understand what you want to do and how you want to do it. and I think that's where where it gets tricky. You know, you want the guys, you got to get guys to be on the same page as you, whether if it's up front, front backfield or with the receivers. So, um, you know, learning the playbook is, it's like I said, it, I think it comes natural to the quarterbacks. It usually comes natural to me, you know, at the podium bowl, it took us what two days to learn the playbook and I knew the whole thing. So, I mean, it's, it, it just depends. I feel like it comes natural to the quarterbacks, but getting guys on board is, is the tricky part.
0: And you know, like we talked about before we started recording on this show, we really want to educate people about D2, D3, Show them that, you know, it's not just D1 that matters. So, I want you, as a guy who played at the D2 level, to have an opportunity. If you could talk to someone who said, well, hey, we're interested in this guy. We think he's got the talent, but he played at D2. Maybe,
1: could you educate some folks on that talent at Um, D2? First and foremost, I would say, watch my film. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that can do what I can do on the football field. Secondly, I would say, I mean, some some of the guys that you may find doing D1, D2 guys can do it even better. You know, it's, it's a lot of D2 talent everywhere. You can go all across the country and you can find great D2 talent. Um, it, it's, it's I mean, it's amazing how how much of a drop-off people say it is. And, and it's kind of triggering sometimes. But, I mean, I understand how it goes. It's, it, it is what it is. But once I get my opportunity, I'm going to show what D2 football is all about and what I can do for myself. So,
0: And I think, you know, Kind of expanding on that, I think what people need to understand is if the physical tools are there and the physical ability is there, don't get hung up on what level it was done at. We were talking before we started recording, the Patriots spent a second round pick just a couple of years ago on Kyle Duggar. He played D2 at Lenore Ryan, but the physical abilities were there. He's their starting safety. You're not a starting safety in the NFL unless you're that good. So, I mean, it doesn't matter what level you're doing it at. If you're doing it, chances are it'll continue to happen and it... You know, I want to, I want to switch gears just a little bit. We got just a few more questions and, you know, man, again, we thank you for coming on. This has been a blast. Um,
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. And, you know, so I want to, I want to switch gears into, you know, you talked about if a team takes a chance on you, what they're going to get, you know, all you need is that opportunity. You talked about what some of the, you know, opportunities you have coming up pro days and whatnot. Is there anything that we don't see, you know, on film? Obviously, we know the football talent, but what about you as the person? You as a guy? I mean, obviously, talking to you, getting to know you a little bit, I feel like if a team takes a chance on you, they're getting a stand-up individual. But can you talk about maybe some off-the-field stuff you bring that you can't see on the film?
1: Um, one, I'm, I'm a big family man. Uh, I love my family to death. I'm starting to family my own. I love them to death. My two beautiful girls. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I'm a big family man for one. And two is my work ethic. I mean, a lot of people don't see what happens in the weight room, but, you know, I, I I take pride in what I do in the weight room coming from, you know, as a skinny, scrawny kid, 175 coming into college and not being 205. So, um, I take pride in what I do in the weight room, I'm a work ethic. And, um, I'll say I'm I'm a leader always, you know, um, on and off the field, no matter who it is, I I can lead, I can lead anything. So, you know, and. That's one thing I think
0: folks don't realize is that weight room aspect. You know, people think, well, I just come out, I'll play or, you know, I'll go to practice or can you touch on what is, you know, we've talked to a lot of linemen and they talk about, you know, what's important in the weight room for them, but you as a quarterback, can you talk about what you had to do in the weight room? Because you have to keep that mobility aspect. So you can't just bolt completely.
1: Absolutely. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a great balance. I think it's a good, it's a good confidence booster as well. Um, you know, it, it turns out I was running guys over, and I, you know, I, I, mean, I always felt like I had it, in, but when I was actually doing it, you know, you you take a second and think like, yeah, man, what I'm doing in the weight room actually works. You know, it's actually working, and you know, it builds that confidence and that boost for you to take whatever mentality you have into the football field. So I think, I mean, guys taking that taking that extra step in the weight room and, and using it to their advantage, I think have a great advantage. You know, and on this show, we like
0: to give advice to high schoolers because at one point we were all high schoolers. Um, I've got a couple questions for you on advice you would give to a high schooler. I want to start with the kid who maybe didn't get the offers he was wanting out of high school, you know, and he's looking at some lower offers, maybe some offers he's not as excited about. What advice would you give to that kid on that situation?
1: Oh yeah. Um, that's kind of easy. Cause uh, I would say I was that kid. So Um, honestly, just what I learned is control what you can control, you know, whatever cards you are dealt, make sure you play them correctly and take advantage of every situation you get, you know, and with that, I want to,
0: you know, expand on that a little bit. You're talking to a high schooler who maybe their football career is coming to an end or maybe they just don't know next steps. What advice would you give to a high schooler in general about the next steps in life? You know, whether it be continuing the football career or just life in general, that maybe they could life lessons they could learn from playing the
1: game. Um, always believe in yourself, whatever it, is, whatever the case may be, no matter what it is, if, if, if you want to do, if you want to be great at one thing, be great at it. If you want to be great at something else, be great at whatever it is you want to do, believe in yourself and, and do it to the best of your ability. And it will take you far. And we end every interview with the pro prospect with this one.
0: This is the floor is yours, Nick. If, if a team takes a chance on Nick Watson in this upcoming draft, they bring you in. What are they getting from Nick Watson?
1: Uh, all around winner. On a, with my legs, on my arm. I'm going to find a way to win. I'm going to find a way to get my guys to win. Lead them, lead them with by example, vocally. However, I need to do it. I'm going to get my guys on board to manage the game and win the football game. Simple as that. Winner.
0: And I, I 100% agree, folks. Like I said, that is Tiffin quarterback Nick Watson. You know, like we talked about, all the accolades, the statistics, the awards. He's not just a winner. He's not just a great quarterback he's a great person. Nick, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Um, stay in touch. Let us know what's going on, but quarter folks, that is quarterback, Nick Watson, future pro quarterback, but that's all we got for you guys today until next time rate, subscribe and review to the podcast, but we'll see you guys later. Have a good one.